0: Um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> um, wow, I completely lost track of what I was. Uh, oh no! Why are
1: we here? What are we doing? We're talking uh, about what's today? Oppenheimer. Today
0: is Oppenheimer. No. <laughs>
1: what if halfway through the intro we I <laughs> convince you this was Oppenheimer? All right, we're talking about Oppenheimer, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everybody, welcome to This Is About Movies.
1: Because
0: you never know. Uh, today, we're talking about Mission <laughs> Impossible and some other stuff. And the, new- uh, the, newest, Mission Impossible. the newest one, we do talk the about the other one. ones too, though. We talk about it as a whole.
1: I mean, yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, we do. But yeah, Dead Reckoning Part One, <laughs> Tom Cruise. You think we would come back for Part Two? Actually. <laughs> <laughs> What, well, what's it even scheduled to be out? Like, what are all these part ones and part twos doing?
0: I don't know. I don't know when the second one's going to come out. There's oh, a lot going on in our strike. world. Oh, okay. Rider Strike. But did they already ride it? Have they already started shooting it? Ooh. Who knows?
1: You know? These are questions. But we don't <laughs> have the answers to. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could not talk about the episode.
0: <laughs> so you can think about that while you're listening to us talk about other things.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, check us out on Discord. You find the link in the description. Uh, the come dude. there and... We will talk, talk with you directly with you. If you have questions or if you have answers uh, <laughs> Specifically
1: for Mission Impossible Specific. Or from either one uh, So that's what we're talking
0: about today uh, We hope you enjoy this episode
1: I mean I did That's good I, should do. I mean as long as you like what we're going to do I don't see why you wouldn't like this episode Just listen to it Oh my god Roll the music Please God <laughs> I wonder what happened to that or if it's even still there or if like the house that you're talking about, somebody's already flipped this. Cause it's been four months. would
0: be funny if we were looking at the house and we're <laughs> like, this place is haunted. There's nothing, you know, uh, cause we, even the house that we looked at that had the short ceilings and stuff, we were like, when was the last time this sold? Like when did they do the update? Cause you can tell that they like, the trendy remodel, you know, yeah, but it's like it's like cheap material that doesn't look cheap, you know. But it's like I mean, it's just plywood yeah. with white paint on it, you know. You're like, and oh, why? yeah. Well, there was like it was it was going for that like shabby chic look, where worn on purpose. It's like so they just took something that was broken and then just like made it look like it was intentional. And it's <laughs> like, but it's still broken. Yeah, I don't like that look. It's not a good look because it's not actually functional. So there were like just a lot of weird things about the house. But we were talking to the realtor about it and we're like, yeah, they want like 220 for this. What when was the last time it sold and they were like it sold in 2018 uh for 160. When, re- when did they do the when did they do all the upgrades and they're like, "Oh, all the upgrades were done from the people who sold it in 2018." So this new the new people that are selling it, they have done nothing to the house.
1: I'd offer one."
0: And they <laughs> jump, they bump the price $60,000 just because everything else is high. So they're like, well, why not? But it's like actually not worth it. And I know this may sound dumb, but, uh, and I'm and naive and probably is both, but I, a house is only worth as much as I want to pay for it. And, uh, yeah. just because someone tells me that it's like, it's wor- this is a $250,000 house. Worth more, yeah. Uh, if I go to it and it's like any repairs are needed, that house is worth less than $150,000. <laughs>
1: If there are any repairs needed, if it's a million dollar house and it you needs you cannot new sell roof, that home for over two hundred thousand, yeah, yeah, it's not worth. It's like a if thing. you're trying
0: to get two hundred thousand from me, that house better be in perfect condition.
1: Right. Everybody like, here in Mississippi is like $2. no before?
0: water damage, and you walk in and every ceiling has yellow stains, and you're like, <laughs> uh, "Excuse me, that's water damage." <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Every nah. house we've looked at has been like there's no water damage that we've seen, and it's like, what are you talking about? Well, the I, actual, I, I was the, in your house. For five this was the best part. Is it. the house that one of the houses with the creepy barbarian basement? They were like sometimes when it rains really hard, it floods a little bit. You know, it, it gets a little bit of water in there. <laughs> and I went in there, and it had just rained really hard, and there was water. There was standing water in the basement, <laughs> and it's like not just water, but like mud. And they apparently collected like mason jars, and they just left them in there. And so there were just shelves of empty mason jars. And jars on the ground that had been, like, floated away by the water. And I'm like, this him. isn't just something that you just let happen. Like, that's not, and you're trying to ask for 180000 for this house? Like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, no way. People are dumb. Yeah, the whole thing about living here is supposed to be, like, so cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap.
0: Look, yeah, it's cheap compared to, like, California, sure. But that's relative. Here, it's, like, not relative. Like, the the price of a house here is still high compared to what people make here. Yeah, around here. Like, you can't say that it's cheap to live here if you don't make very much money here. Like, if the median income in the area isn't high enough to, like, be able to buy a home, then it's not cheap to live here. No. <laughs> Just because it's cheaper than other places doesn't mean... The,
1: the posted price is cheaper, but that doesn't mean yeah. anything. Yeah.
0: It's like, for example, like gas is cheaper here. But I drive more here than I did anywhere else because there's no place to walk. There's no sidewalks. So like in LA, I walked all over the place. Now, granted, I did have a commute and all that stuff, but that not everybody has that. I but like I, I walked so much in LA Jesus. and moving here, it's like, no, nah, nobody walks here. So, I just drive everywhere. So, we spend a lot on
1: gas because we drive everywhere. Texas, to me, was annoying because it was like, one got to eat? Yeah. 30 minutes away. like. Yeah. Like everything here is ten minutes away. Everything in Texas was thirty or well, forty.
0: Well, that's just away. because this town is like actually only ten minutes long. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but
1: it just feels like that's the standard, like you get in your car, ten minutes will pass, you will be at your place. Texas was always thirty to forty minutes for me. Like that's the standard unit of time. And in Texas, if you're going out to eat, I swear you'd walk in somewhere and they'd be like, twenty five minute wait. Mm-hmm. You're like all right, they sit and you wait 25 minutes. Here, you only, it only took 10 minutes to get there, and they're like, 15 minute What? You're like, oh, no. Nah. <laughs> 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 I'll go anywhere else.
0: It's also different because, like, I'm sure when you were living in Texas, and the same is probably true for, well, it is true for me, and and we were in L.A., is it like, yeah, it would take you 30 minutes to 45 minutes to get somewhere, but it didn't ever feel like, a long time because it physically was not that far away from you, so yeah, distance-wise, it it somehow makes it easier to drive longer if you know that it's not actually far away. Whereas here, it's like yeah, if I want to go or
1: 40 minutes, is two towns is like Tupelo.
0: Yeah, exactly. 30 minutes away uh, feels like that's so oh, that's not worth far. it. That's so, and because it, it actually <laughs> is a long drive. It's 30 minutes without traffic, which means it's just driving through nothing. And nowhere to get to, like, oh, there's a restaurant that's nice. Yeah. Whereas, like, in L.A., it's like, yeah, it's five miles away. It's yeah. gonna take us
1: 45 <laughs>
0: minutes to get there. That's, I don't know. There's so something weird, about the yeah. mind that, like, it's weird how that. It,
1: and it, then it just automatically sets up for that time yeah. amount, and it's like, yeah, it's whatever. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think L.A. overall is like only like uh, I only know this because I fun story. I don't know if I ever told you this. Did I tell you, where I walked across L.A. No. Yeah. Why? Uh that, you know. I, for whatever reason, there was a time in my life when I was like, uh, <laughs> I was living in an apartment and my brother was there as well. And I was thinking, you know what? It'd be really fun to walk across the country. I had, I, there are other people that have LA. done this, but at the time I hadn't heard of any of them. And I thought, Oh, this, I, I didn't think it was an original idea, but it was an original idea to me. And I was just like, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I probably need to practice. I probably need to walk more. And so I was like, well, Hey, I'll walk across LA one day. And I asked my brother, I was like, we both have this Saturday off. You want to just see if we can walk <laughs> from our apartment to, I think it was Manhattan Beach. I think that's where we were going to go. Well, we lived in Glendale. Relative, like not crow's eye or not, sorry, not uh, as the crow flies. We just did like a quick Google Maps thing to uh, see how long it was. And I think it was like 22 miles having to go back and forth and mm. weave along streets and stuff.
1: it doesn't even seem
0: like uh, that far. It doesn't seem like that far, but twenty-two miles is a long way to go, <laughs> especially if you haven't been walking on a regular basis, like long-distance walking on a regular basis. Uh, we were basically dead at the end of that walk. We did not make it to Manhattan Beach. We made it to LAX, which is not far, but uh, I mean, how long? I think we, I think we went nineteen or 20, 20 miles, and we ended around eight or nine o'clock. We started at like eight the or nine in the morning. You know, we did take are our like time, marathoners though. That
1: go- we, four more miles than that. In yeah, like well, I know. Four hours. Yeah, that's the thing. How? They've been
0: practicing for you know months and yeah, years. But so how? just like how endurance. In the world? You build up your endurance. Uh, by the end of it, like we could not feel our legs. Uh, <laughs> my brother was like dry heaving, like almost just throw, almost throwing up. Uh, and we weren't like hustling. It wasn't hot. Yeah, we were just walking, and by the t- our bodies were just like I cannot do this anymore. You better. Stop. We had we had water. We weren't like hurting for water. We were drinking water all day. We had camelbacks, you know, it's just like, we just were not, our bodies were just not prepared (laughs) for that. And, uh, we ended in a a Denny's because we were like, we just need a place to sit down. And we went into Denny's. The guy was like, Hey, can I, you know, we just (laughs) sat down at the table. Neither of us really had any money and neither of us wanted to eat much less eat pancakes, you know? So we're like, We'll get some water and he comes back and he's like, You know what you want yet? And we're like, Oh, not yet. And he comes back and we were like, You know what, man? I'm really sorry, but we're not actually hungry. We just walked <laughs> 20 miles and we just needed a place to sit down. And he's like, Okay, that's fine. And then just let us be. But it was just like, And then our friend came and picked us up and drove us back. But it was, it's a good memory, but it was like,
1: it be fun. And to, then it'd I, be to do. That's I'm the last. On.
0: I never uh, did any more walking after that, like any long distance walking. So I was like, yeah, country's pretty big. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> but uh, why did I start talking about this? Oh, yeah. So L.A., roughly 20 to 25 miles across. That's it. And that's that's less than it takes to – that's less than the distance between here and the next town, big town. Yeah. So Well,
1: 23 on the dot.
0: And I it think. would take me – two hours to get to work in the
1: morning well unless you're talking about west point i'm talking about starkville i'm talking about starkville too Twenty, twenty-three 23 on the news
0: yeah yeah so it all it usually takes me 25 minutes to 30 minutes to
1: get there going 65 so i don't really speed yeah i just remember being on like my first date and we went to starkville and they're like how much how far do you think back and i went i don't know 23 and then it went aside and it said 23 and i went oh <laughs> and she was like you're so good at distances and i was like this is the peak of my life that- yeah. <laughs> this uh, i'm 17 and this 17 year old girl telling me i'm good at distances <laughs> oh <laughs> man oh to be 17 what would you do different
0: <laughs> um i do everything not different. waste my time with this girl that i tried to date for like a year The Indiana Jones girl? No. No, no. That was later. (laughs) That was later. The Indiana Jones girl. That's funny. (laughs) Nope. I I had a crush on this girl for, like, two years. And then, like, it seemed like there was a chance around when I was 17. And basically that whole school year, I tried to, like, make something happen. And, like, she just kind of strung me along. (laughs) And then eventually was like, hey, I'm not interested. I was like, why didn't you tell me this forever ago? Yeah. That's when I was like that that's when too. I was like, like you know what screw girls I'm going into the military <laughs> and I like deep dived into like what it would take to become a ranger and then after like Ooh, two or much. three months cuz I don't ever just go halfway with stuff like that oh, I'm just yeah. like if I'm going to obsess over something I'm going to so then I was like well got to start doing pushups guess I'm not <laughs> I guess I'm not going to be in the military
1: <laughs> got to start doing pushups here we go what nope <laughs> <laughs> You just get like you get up you go and then you do one and then you get back up and then you just walk over and cross it off the list. Yeah. I I can't believe there are some people that like working out. It's so it's so weird. There's not just some. There are I lot. think there are a lot of people who pretend they like it. And do it because they know it's good for them. But I'm, I'm not counting those people they're the real heroes they I mean they're the ones that are actually disciplined yes you know? yes 100 the ones there are some people fun, that it's... wake up and then it's like what do you want to do for fun workout no <laughs> you're crazy I, I want i want my muscles to hurt
0: i mean they're probably looking at us going you want to play a board game for four
1: plus hours I mean, when you say it like that, no. But I want to play a board game, and it's probably going to take four hours. <laughs> you're off today. You want to spend literally your whole day playing this one? No, it sounds terrible. It sounds like I wasted a whole day doing nothing. But when you're like, do you want to play Twilight Imperium? Yeah.
0: <laughs> we have to start really early now. <laughs> okay,
1: grab breakfast. Meet me in my place. Hopefully we'll be done before we have to go to sleep. Yes. We, haven't, we haven't done that in a while. <laughs> That's because it's because of that. Yeah, we look at it like, "Hey, do you want to waste sixteen hours?" No, get- it's
0: because everybody has fifteen games of D anD D going on every week, and yeah, they're too. all four hour long sessions. So
1: it's like, yeah, but a four hour session of D anD D doesn't. It's not. It's just not four hours. It's a time warp.
0: I don't know. To me, D anD D feels like four hours. <laughs> really? unless Yeah. When I'm playing. <laughs> (laughs) When I'm playing, when I'm DMing, it doesn't feel like four hours. But board games, though, like the time will fly
1: and I won't notice. And then it'll be like, what the heck? We've been playing this. I have DMed one session that went for like six and a half, seven hours. And I I can tell you by the end of it. I don't think the I think the players will all say they liked it. But after like four and a half, five hours, I was like, can I just say they win? Like, I I don't want to do this. This is so terrible. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, you win. And it was like a night we were playing here and like a tornado struck. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we should probably go in the hall for like twenty minutes and just like just to make sure we don't die. But yeah. And then we came back and sat down and I was like, Where were we? And I was like, the the end you won. I don't want to do this. So yeah. what are we talking about today? I don't even know. We're talking about Mission Impossible? Are we? Okay, good. Okay. I think so. Oh, man, that movie's long. It was good. I mean, it's it's not that long. It felt it's like it. It's two and a half, right? Really? Uh, two
0: forty, maybe. It's not as long as Oppenheimer. The problem is we just saw two really long movies back to back. Yeah. I mean, it's not a problem to me. I like it.
1: Mm, one of those two felt too long. <laughs> Which one of those? Oppenheimer. Really? Felt. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't think so at all. But that's, I mean, I'm, I'm not the right person to ask because I, I like movies when I like long movies. So,
1: I like movies. Yeah, and I like when movies end when I feel like they should. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're not talking about
0: Oppenheimer today. We're talking about Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, starring Tom Cruise as the stuntman we know and love. Once again, he's not even, he's not even doing some he's death as a stunt. Man. Which is funny because, like, you know, they've embraced it. All yeah. the advertising for this was like, "Hey, he launched a bike off of a cliff, and then he base-jumped off that bike, and all this." And what it's like to the bike. Oh, it's gone.
1: So seven bikes.
0: Yeah. Gosh. I know how many student loans could you pay off I, with every that? time? <laughs> every time they destroy a car, I'm just like, that's
1: student. That's all my student loans. <laughs>
0: yeah. So they, they make a big deal about those stunts. I'll be honest. Uh, the stunt was like fine. It, they, they presented yeah. it weird yeah. in the movie. It, it was like they like played that joke like we don't know it's going to like it's coming up. Like the audience knows it's going to happen. But they were like, keep going that way. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, he's going towards There's the cliff. There's nothing here. He's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? drive down the mountain i don't know like where am i supposed to go (laughs) just keep going and it's like i don't know they kind of play it
1: okay like a
0: dumb laugh i don't know it was weird and then they do the stunt and it's like this is cool but honestly the rest of the movie is better than that stunt which is fine that's great i think the best part of the movie is that chase scene with the humvee and the tiny little fiat Yeah. Like that whole segment. (laughs) But that segment doesn't feel like it was meticulously planned. It probably was, but it feels improv. It feels like they were like, we're just going to drive around, you know, I'll just let you know what to react to. Because like (laughs) even their like style of acting changes, like you can tell when like actors are like are like reading lines and when some actors, at least in this segment, you can tell when Tom Cruise is like, oh, those are his lines. And then these words are ones that he made up on the spot. <laughs> and these words are go, 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 Turn left. Go, 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 go. It just says go so many times <laughs> in that scene that I'm like, I, you just weren't, you were just told to be like excited and, and this is intense. And
1: that's apparently all you need to say. Well, <laughs> but maybe in spite of that, that scene is pretty great. Maybe <laughs> that whole chasing scene. he knew they were messing up. And he was saying, No, 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 no. Uh-huh. But they were recording it the whole time. And they dubbed over his and nose. It says, Go, It <laughs> That's what it does. So make it look like it was all intentional. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why she was so She's frustrated with again. him. He's She's just driving. Saying, no, mad. no,
0: no. You're doing it wrong. No, 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 no. <laughs> And they just made it look like he's saying, go, 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 go! Turn left. Go, go, go! <laughs> turn left.
1: go please go! <laughs>
0: um, Yeah. <laughs> this movie was a good time. I mean, Mission Impossible, honestly, since since Mission Impossible 4, it's been a good time. 1, 2, and 3 are all pretty serious. 3 is like when it started to get a little more lighthearted because that's when J.J. Abrams came in and kind of brought his style uh, and they introduced the cast that we have now yeah. you know before that it was like all wade it was all on tom
1: cruise's character they just had like they had well, uh, the, the first one they had was ving like rhymes like the first one was uh a bunch of people <laughs> like all die and they all die yeah. except him
0: so then well then like uh it's his name ving rhymes is that am ving i saying Rhymes? Rames. rames uh so he's in the first one, I think. And I think he's in almost
1: all of them. I think he's in two. Is he just in two? Two, for some reason, is my favorite. I, it's I a mean, weird it was, one. Y- yeah, everyone looks back on it it's like, John Woo, it's dumb. Yeah. But at the, it, just it, hit, it hit
0: at the right time. It did, yeah. For me, it was my favorite at the time. But it was I liked John Woo, or like John Woo, and some of his other stuff. Uh, I'm a big fan of Hard Boiled, which is like a cop <laughs> drama, which is really fun. And so... I don't know. The overly dramatic fight scenes are really fun to me and so it's it's a weird movie when you look at it now. In the like collection of Mission Impossible movies, oh, I mean, you're yeah. just like one of these is not like the others <laughs> and it's like what is that one? Why is everybody like <laughs> so dramatic and like lots of slow motion and like weird like shutter speed things going on and
1: uh yeah, but I can like like I can look back on it. I don't know that I well, maybe it's so because I've seen it so many times. <laughs> but, like, I can remember what the story is. I can remember what the bad guy was going for. I yeah. can remember what he wanted, what he planned to do with it. And, like, James Bond and Mission Impossible's, like, all that's just background. Like, you forget about it in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, like, Mission Impossible 4 through whatever <laughs> we're at now. Well, it's like, what was Ghost Protocol? Well, what did the guy want? Uh-huh. I have no... Like, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, for, I can't For a million either. dollars. I, I remember tell
0: loving you. Ghost Protocol, and I remember, like, all the set pieces and yeah. the stunts and, like, what are the, what, funny what, moments.
1: What, what did the bad guy want? What was the plot? But I do have to think about Nothing. it for a minute to yeah. figure
0: it out. I'm like, I know the Kremlin's involved, and I know the Kremlin blows up. <laughs> and then I know they're going to Dubai, and there's, like, some diamonds, and there's a... Uh, an assassin that is, uh, <laughs> that is, uh, what's her name from the new, newest James, latest two James Bond films. Uh, I know that, uh, Sawyer from Lost is in it for the first 10 minutes. I don't even remember that. Yeah, he's in the opening scene, but, um, but I'm all over too. Like, yeah, at the same time, it's like, oh, yeah, but Dimitri. I know two's about three for Dimitri. me is the one, Dimitri, yeah. Three for me is the... I mean, uh, two, I love the motorcycle jousting. I think that stuff is oh, awesome. Great. And all the masks shenanigans. Like, they don't just like... It's, it's way every, there's way too many. There's way too many. And every movie since then has, like, toyed with the masks. Yeah, but really... But no really one ever, like... But yeah. every time the mask machine breaks, something goes wrong with it and it breaks and it's always like, come on, just use the freaking masks. Like, the masks are fun. And this movie did use the masks quite a lot but not not too much whereas yeah two, two it was, was like almost too much everybody was wearing a mask at all times and you're just you, like yeah. you never Whoever knew was on screen who
1: you're like was i who. don't think that's who yeah. you are <laughs> yeah. and then he well, pulls it's like it, off it's that person Cruz.
0: that person's not talking they they wearing a mask they <laughs> yeah, oh my god no they <laughs> um, can
1: they can talk like him it's just in that one scene he wasn't talking right. cuz yeah. he had a broken jaw yeah because he punched himself, out. I think it broke his jaw. But yeah, <laughs> that scene. But
0: they used the masks pretty effectively in three, though. With um,
1: the only thing I remember is Philip Superman Hoffman was in there.
0: Yeah, there's a torture scene. He
1: loses like his wife, I think. And there's like an explosion on a bridge that he like runs from, and then like gets thrown way too hard. Into another car. And Tom Cruise is just like, yeah, that's whatever. (laughs) You're like, I would have died. I would have been glue on the the Is that the one with the... With like the missile
0: on the bridge and the he Yeah, I so. he gets Free. like the, the blast hits
1: him like throws, he throws like, against the car. Yeah, it looks like it throws him way yeah. too hard. <laughs> and you're like you're concerned for Tom Cruise, yeah. the actor. That
0: was the stunt for that movie. They're just like, We're just gonna throw you against a car really hard. Really hard. Really hard. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, do it. Yeah, and they have that whole like helicopter chase scene through the uh the windmills in the beginning. There's yeah, like I gotta go, I stunt. can watch these. It's a, yeah. it's a three's really good. It's yeah. really dark like Philip Seymour Hoffman is is probably the most terrifying villain in the whole series. I remember him being like oh this is like yeah a cool new type of villain. Well there's like a there's a a scene where he like he's like torturing Ethan Hunt and then he, Ethan's not giving away anything, you know, not talking and all this stuff. Yeah. Turns out it's wearing a mask. Uh, it's not <laughs> Ethan. It's, uh, I can't remember who it is. I think it's either, I can't remember if it's like someone, it's someone that means something to Philip Seymour Hoffman. So it's kind of twisted the way that it ends up working. He's like torturing to death, like somebody that's on his side. But yeah, uh, As, as mm-hmm. one does. Right, you yeah. Know, when you're uh, in that world. And, but it, the thing is, it's like Simon Pegg is introduced in that movie. And Simon Pegg sticks around for the rest of the films because you get this great chemistry between him and Tom Cruise that you start to like in the third one, you start to go, Oh, this is, this is where this story's go. Like this is where this series is going. It's not quite the funny thing yet. Like the poppy kind of like, Hey, we're all about like the fun and craziness of the stunts yeah. and the silliness of when it goes wrong Quite yet, you know, three is like pretty serious, but you can see the makings of it. You can see the the recipe coming together. And then in four, it's like Brad Bird just comes in. And he's like, this is what Mission <laughs> Impossible is now. And ever since four, it's just been that exact same tone yeah, every time. And I think it's great. I think it's cool that it's like found this new life. It's weird because it's like where other series, like long form series have been like, you know, like James Bond is, is different. It's like, it's similar. Obviously they're very similar films in, in like what they're about, but Bond films are like classy. Yeah. um, And the, the mission apostle movies are not, they yeah. are not, they don't look, they don't look good. I'll be <laughs> honest. They don't like, they're not shot. Like they don't, they just have a very, like, there's just something they're not sophisticated in the way they're presented. Um, you know, they put a lot of time and effort into their shots for these big stunts and all this other stuff, but, but I'm not, I can't think of like any particular movie, like any particular scene in a Mission Impossible movie where I was like, what a beautiful, uh, composition, you know, like it just doesn't, whereas like in Bond films, there's just so, especially in the Daniel Craig era, there's just so much to look at. There's so much eye candy yeah uh and it's in just the like Pierce the location, yeah. the the framing the the movement of the camera like everything is just like it just looks and feels a certain way and mission Impossible doesn't do that and that's fine but that's basically where they're you know they're similar in the fact that they're like the same character going on impossible missions and that's that's pretty much the end of the comparison but uh whereas like so mission impossible has like or, or like James Bond has lasted so long because of the character played by you yeah. know, a number of different well, this actors. One you could this take, one is you like, could, you, you could say
1: he's not Ethan Hunt anymore and no one would really Exactly. Care they yet.
0: just could call him Tom Cruise and people would be like, yeah, mission impossible. Like no one, <laughs> Yeah, it's they are not, be. Ethan Hunt is not a character. It's like you forget his name from movie to movie. You're like, Who's the... Yeah. What's what's his... Oh, Ethan Hunt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It totally doesn't matter. But it's... Yeah. It's so, not about... But it's, it's not about
1: Ethan Hunt. But you can't take Tom, Tom Cruise
0: things. out of Mission Impossible. Like, yeah. it isn't Mission Impossible without... Without... Him. Nope. So, <laughs> that's just... I can't think of any other series, except for maybe, like, Fast and Furious. I mean, furious. Fast and Furious. But same. even then, but it's, you can, it's way you can take Vin Diesel out of it, and it's still...
1: Yeah, but that has also has a larger cast. Yeah like that's got the rock and they keep introducing one new yeah. person Idris Elba's in them now Is he okay? Uh or was the bad seen, guy in one of them I've only seen the first one so <laughs> I've not seen well the first ones are like the first mission impossible is like they weren't they definitely weren't what they are now. Yeah. Now it's it's just It's silly. Well it's it's kind of silly. It's very over the top the way it's shown. And it's just like, ha-ha, yeah, is the whole movie. But then the stunts, I didn't know until like a year or two ago, watching something on YouTube. It was like the stunts in the Fast and Furious series, like you think they would be impossible, and you you're, you and me watching it are like, oh, it's good CGI, I guess. Nope. They do that for real. <laughs> With real stunt drivers, and they film it a thousand times until they get it perfectly right. And it's like. They put so much effort into doing this stunt so perfectly. That's what the Fast series is. Interesting. I, I don't know. But, I, but I, watching I, it, you're like,
0: you could just There is G. a st- <laughs> I, There is a scene that I straight up thought was just from a G.I. Joe movie and then found out later it was from Hobbs and Shaw. And it was like a guy like. I think that was the last one I saw. Uh, It was like a character who was like all masked. He was wearing a motorcycle helmet and stuff, so I don't know who it was. But they like (laughs) dropped a bike. I'm going
1: to say 50% chance it was Hobbs or Shaw. (laughs) Probably.
0: I feel like it was probably Jason Statham. He like dropped a bike and then like slid on the ground and then like caught up to his bike and then (laughs) kept going. I was like, I was like, what the hell? It just felt like a stunt. It was entirely CGI from, like, a G.I. Joe movie. And uh, I did not know it was Fast and Furious. That's how fake it looked. Uh, or, like, it felt like Transformers. That's the kind of... So, it was like, okay, yeah. whatever. And now, granted, it may have been based on a real stunt, but they definitely touched it up a lot. So yeah. There's a lot going on there. So, I don't <laughs> know if everything is real, but they... Well,
1: I, like, I can't speak to that specific stunt, but I know... there's They've done a lot of stuff. That there, that there have been some that you're you're really like, all right, yeah, CGI, whatever. And they're like, no, we really did this. Here's the proof nice. of it. And you're like, you filmed that <laughs> yeah. 20 times just to get the stunt guy within like a millimeter of, di- like, like that's crazy. And yeah. th- but they're super dedicated to just getting it and doing it. Uh, but that's yeah. cool. Well, I can't speak to that specific one that you're talking about. And I have a picture in my head of the one I'm talking about, but I can't really it's like a car swerving over the edge of a cliff and you're like no way they would let a car get that close Uh to the edge of the cliff they let a car get that close (laughs) (laughs) like like it's back wheel is off the edge of the cliff that guy almost died doing that just for you to look at it and go man that's cgi that cliff's not real it was a real cliff Gonna tell his grandkids it, <laughs> if he lives
0: to. <laughs> Looky the there, um, grandkids! So I, I turned left. There. <laughs> I As turned left say. just in time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, speaking of like stunt people, like talking about their work and seeing the reactions of people, I uh, I feel like they probably d- still do this. I know that there's like those YouTube series that are like real stunt people, like you know, react to the stunts in this yeah. other movie. That's fine, but I really want to see more of like the people who worked on particular scenes in specific movies watching reaction videos of their work. Um, <laughs> they did that uh Disney did that for Rogue One um because there was this a huge discussion around force awakens of like real versus c g i practical versus visual effects, all this stuff. And so when Rogue One came out and there was a lot of visual effects, a lot of CGI, they had a, like, uh, marketing campaign that sort of, like, backed up their decision to do it. And it was a really cleverly put-together promo piece, but it was, like, the visual effects supervisor and all these, like, people who, artists who had worked on creating some of the ships uh, that were not practical, that were entirely cgi like there was a scene that is a like a star it was like that shot in the trailer where the star destroyer is like flying and then the shadow uh then the the death star like laser um like the the death star weapon the laser eclipses the sun a little bit so like it blocks the sun from hitting it so it causes this like shadow to cast over it so one part of the starter story is really overexposed from the sunlight uh and then the other part is like going into shadow and it's like this really cool sense of scale because it's like we know the ship is huge yeah. but something is like bigger than it you know and then we cut to see the death star the super laser beam put into place uh it's just an, it's an amazing shot it's absolutely gorgeous It's, like, one of the best shots of a Star Destroyer in any Star Wars film ever. And I remember in this video piece, they had some people who were, like, were sitting there going, I don't know if this is real or CGI. (laughs) And the people on the team started cheering because they knew it was, like, it was CGI. But the fact that, like, the audience could not tell because it was that good – it may it like it had this weird effect of like you know we were all like pitchforks in hand like no cgi and star wars that's not my star <laughs> wars you know and then they're like but what if it's really good cgi and then everyone's like well okay if it's really good <laughs> i guess that's fine i but guess you can do it <laughs> it was just it, at, in my mind it was like yeah it was actually like you know we've come a long way since episode one and uh you know as far as the technology goes and i think that it has its place. I still think that practical effects are more fun. Like it's more fun when it when it's real for everybody. You know, not just the viewer, but the actors, like they get to interact it. But but something like yeah. that, where it's like a really well crafted shot. It was like it just was, it was very beautiful. Rogue One is is a very good looking movie. It has some the sense of scale in that film is really good. I don't know why I'm going on about Star Wars. I just like that uh, that interaction between the the artists who created this thing getting to see people react to their work i thought that was yeah. cool so i would actually really love to see that with like uh, see that with like the mission impossible films beginning to be able to see the stunt people watching people's reaction to their work and like oh was that real like you know <laughs> cuz there's sick. so many there's so <laughs> many like there's a scene in uh, i think it's 5 in mission impossible 5 where they are like driving through heavily crowded areas of traffic and there's so many cars hitting each other and it feels pretty obvious that all the cars are CGI like that they're not real yeah and it's like i immediately was like well this is fake so it's not as tense as it's trying to make me think it is yeah and so i kind of tuned out of that scene cuz it just didn't feel real it's the same when there's like uh there's a scene in uh, skyfall where james bond drives a motorcycle on top of a uh, a building. Okay. He's riding along the rooftop and they cut to him, and it's very clearly not him, but his <laughs> face is on somebody else. It's been, there's been some face replacement. And it's like, just because the lighting on his face is so different than the lighting on the rest of his body, <laughs> it's like, it's really shoddy work. And it's like, well, that's not actually Daniel Craig. All right. I don't know. You just immediately check out because it's like, well, this isn't real. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't match the scale of what they're trying to, you know, make me believe. So, uh, so I don't know. When it's fun when Mission Impossible like goes for it, you know. But I think it is funny how how they do these big things for real, but then there's so much in the movie that's completely fake. <laughs> it's like it's that's just, not even. It seems like why wouldn't either. you just do all of it for real? So, uh, that's part of why I think I like the car chase because so much of it feels real. There's a, there's a few scenes, especially when they're going down the stairs. That don't feel real. Uh, it looks like the car is CGI. I mean, yeah, I'm several like, times like that car all looks over like the place. It, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't feel natural how it how it interacts with the environment. Anyway, I mean, even
1: it's, that it's, even that tiny little car with a, little, a souped up electric motor yeah, yeah. like accelerating like that. Yeah.
0: Doesn't feel right. It gets into some silly territory. But yeah. that scene's awesome. It's great. <laughs> the greatest moment in the entire film for me is when they're rolling down the staircase. And And they've been handcuffed to each other this whole time. And when they get to the bottom of the staircase, they're they're in opposite seats. And they're like, wait, what? How did that happen? (laughs) It's so funny. And that just that device of like having them handcuffed together and having to drive the car together is such a good narrative device for making this chase scene way more interesting than just big car smashes through city and chases little car, which is what it is. I mean, yeah, adding that one element of like, but the people in the little car are handcuffed to each other. And
1: especially having them handcuffed with the hands that they had them handcuffed had had to have her driving it, but she's not good at, like the driving. wheel exactly. yeah so anytime she's like down here looking at something like to change gear he's uh-huh. like no no and he's like reaching for the wheel <laughs> with his far hand yeah you know? it's, it's brilliant yeah it's great he's like no 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 oh god yeah <laughs>
0: uh we talked about this when we were at the theater but we uh we both felt and let me know if you still feel this way or don't Uh, like they just finished playing Uncharted 2 before they made this movie (laughs) because there's so many set pieces in this film that are reminiscent, very reminiscent of stuff from Uncharted 2, specifically this chase scene, not because it's a chase scene, but because Uncharted, the series, has a a running theme of like, or or like a running thing of chase scenes that involve like nemesis vehicles, like a vehicle with an unseen (laughs) driver so you basically it's just like you're ch- running from this vehicle that is just wreaking ha- like wreaking havoc of like in a yes. city and it's, it's got fire. a minigun and it's coming for you and it's always gonna and you know you manage to get away it feels like a boss fight but it's just with like <laughs> with a big truck you know and there's always you know every game has a version of that that's really fun and it also is it feels a little bit it's a callback to the uh, Crash Bandicoot days you know the segments of that feel like that. But this movie, that section of the film with the Humvee chasing them down and just wreck, crashing <laughs> through stuff, and uh, it felt very similar to that because they were constantly trying to get away from that nemesis
1: vehicle. I, I uh, also plus the train, the whole train. I also love that it was really uh, <clears throat> a tiny little Asian woman instead of like this big burly, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to catch you. She's yeah. just like crazy, and she's like, yeah. ah! And you're like, oh, that's so much more horrifying for some reason. Yeah. What they do at the end? We didn't really go down the steps in Rome. It was a close. Set. Yeah, oh, yeah, they ap- they like apologized at the end for even thinking, for even making you think that they would ever do that to those steps. Oh in Rome. yeah, in in the credits, yeah. yeah,
0: they're letting you know this was this was stage. this was a close set. Please set. don't drive down the steps. in Rome. Yeah,
1: <laughs> please don't do what we did. I'll do what you think yeah. we might have done. So
0: that makes me think that some of the stunts on the steps were real, but some of it, it, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> not that, it, not that it like really matters at the end of the day, but there's just some, there is something about it being practical that I think that's that's part of the appeal, you know, of seeing Tom Cruise do the stunt, you know, yeah. and that, you know, it's not like, like it's still impressive that a stunt person is doing these things. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason. We don't think it's impressive unless it's like the actor who's doing it. You know, it's like when it's Tom
1: Cruise, it's ten times more impressive.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because we don't like we expect a stunt person to be good at that. Yeah. Whereas we don't expect Tom Cruise to be. (laughs) So, when when anytime anyone says, like, the actor did their own stunts, it's like, good for them. Wow. Wow, they they risked life and limb. They had to do extra stuff. You know, yeah, but it's like, no one respects the actual stunt workers who are out there doing that. (laughs) That's part of why I really loved. (laughs) That's part of why I really loved the. Really loved maybe a bit strong, but John Wick. Because yeah. I recently watched the first three.
1: Well, even like him learning to do all that stuff. Yeah. Was well, a okay. Huge
0: deal. Again, that's another actor learning stunts. But just everybody else in that movie. Like that whole series is just a stunt oh, yeah. worker's <laughs> dream. Like it's just like this is not a movie with a story. It's a movie about stunt men and women just beating things. the crap yeah. out of each other. So there's. It's just fun to be like, this is just a playground for stunt people. So it's like I love it. I it's cool to see them uninhibited and, and well, cool Yeah, stuff.
1: I was thinking like, what's the difference between like some somebody imp- somebody important, somebody some big name actor doing it? And I was like, Maybe it's the maybe it's what guild you're in, like when you're in sag After I need to do your own stunts. It's like, Ooh <laughs> But when you're in like uh, what is it, IATSE? It's like, ah, they do their own stunts. <laughs> <laughs> When you're in a different guild than you do, you know. Instead. That's a big deal, Ooh. yeah. What are some other parts that uh, you
0: what are some other things about this movie that you liked?
1: I wish, uh, oh, wait, I, I keep saying I wish she lived, but I think she did live. Who the um, the Asian lady, I really liked her character, like just how crazy, over <laughs> yeah. the top, crazy she was. And she was just like, I'm gonna murder those people so hard, yeah. <laughs>
0: I think she did live too. There's a scene where you think she might not, but then at the very end, they're like, "Hey, get her some medical attention." She's still breathing. I want and her. Last to, time I want her, her to join
1: their team in part <clears> two <throat> so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she will. I yeah, I really hope she does. Oh, Ving, Ving, like high it out of there. He's like, "I gotta go. I'll be back for the to sequel." To go research. <laughs> to go research something about the AI. Yeah. Yeah, I also don't you get go off the grid. I don't get how they're gonna shut down an AI. Like, whatever's in that case at the bottom of whatever. It's AI penicillin. Like, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I know. don't understand. It's the AI source code, which the AI would have changed at this point? Or,
0: like... It doesn't need to make sense.
1: I mean, sure. 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 <laughs> it doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> but, I, yeah. I, I also was... Uh, they were in that party, and I was like, it's going to talk to them. Yeah. It's going to talk to them. It didn't talk to I them. know. But uh, I was I was fully expecting uh, Reaper from Mass Effect uh, to just talk yeah uh, to just talk down to Ethan Hunt and tell him how insignificant
0: yeah he was and uh, if only they played Mass Effect we might have gotten that they played uh, Uncharted instead. they played Uncharted yeah. <laughs> instead
1: which you know what that's fine <laughs> but um, they took some big ideas uh, from Mass Effect but
0: well, I think maybe without played realizing it. Yeah. <laughs> played Uncharted uh, yeah I think as far as AI stuff goes though like as when an AI is the villain in a movie I like this one a lot the way that it okay let's actually get into this cuz this is something that I think is pretty cool did you watch Westworld not season 3 okay not yet well yeah so it's season 3 and then season 4 <coughs> I just have this I never saw 4 season 4, four? Uh, yeah, season four was the last one.
1: Oh, geez there's more uh,
0: there's more and you can't watch it because it's not on hbo anymore they took it off really yes you can't watch it anywhere so it's gone somebody has on youtube maybe somebody's got it on a plex server
1: what which what was season four was that that who the aaron Paul one, was who knows who
0: knows and who cares uh aaron paul's in season three three okay uh i mean he was in season four too he he spoilers he becomes main character kind of but it's weird it's not a good
1: what they're even trying to do season one is great season two two is like i don't
0: understand why you're making this more confusing than you need to yeah and then it's like can we just have fun in the park because that's what was cool about the show (laughs) and they're like no And you're like oh okay
1: what they did in season one should have been two or three seasons i feel like probably yeah yeah
0: but then uh season three is like we're going out into the real world and it's yeah. like, okay, that, that sounds good on paper. But when you actually do it, it's like everyone out here is just depressed. And <laughs> everything's like robots and be You know what would know, be
1: cool is if all these people went to a place where they could act out their fantasies. Yeah. Like Westworld. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like
0: there, there will in fact be uh, Westworld in this uh, Westworld show. Yes. That's kind of what it feels like. Anyways, all that to say, uh, season three is whatever, but... But there is one part of that season that is so freaking cool and it's the only thing that I think about when I think about that season and that <laughs> is the AI that they use that is invented and I think I've talked about it on the show before, but it's the AI that they create um, like this this other company, I can't remember if it's a company that's trying to acquire like the company that owns Westworld or if they're in the in talks to do it or if it's already, acquired Westworld, they have an AI that like in the real world, it has determined the, the plan for every human being's life. Uh And depending on the probable, like probability of your success in life, it will be like, okay, this is your path. Here you go. This is my plan for your life. It's very on the nose, like God type thing, but like an an evil kind of God. (gasps) And it's called Rehoboam, which is like, you know, It's like a Babylonian, (laughs) you know, stuff. Biblical stuff, like language that they're using. Anyways, it's the guy who, like, runs the company is just suave and charismatic as heck. And he's, like, really terrifying and intimidating. And he's the, like, main villain in the the season. And he's great. Like, he's just... Every scene he's in is really good. You find out there's some drama with him and his brother. They co-owned everything. They created it together. But then his brother like went crazy and like killed himself and all this stuff. You find out later that his brother, I don't think his brother killed himself. I think he's keeping his brother prisoner because his brother got cold feet and uh, ended up like opposing this like AI thing that they wanted. But the other, the main villain brother saw profit and was like, nope, we're going to keep you hidden away. And along with some other people that are, have like spoken out against everything. So anyways, Ethan, I almost said Ethan Paul. Aaron Paul, <laughs> Ethan Hunch, oh. uh, Aaron Paul is like using an app to basically, like, hey, this is your plan for your life, like, do this, and like, you will do well, type of thing. But you can only, it's like a class system, it's like you will never do better than this type of thing. So, obviously, the show is all about like breaking free of that and setting your own course, and yada yada yada. It's a parallel with the the robots and stuff from the, or the, the hosts from the, We're the, the park. Robots. exactly. We, you know, the hosts have their programming and it's like, Oh, but in the real world, the humans have programming <laughs> too. I get it. It's, it's a, it's a fun idea, but it's, it's just not executed as well, but the whole Rehoboam thing and all that stuff, anytime Rehoboam like speaks or interacts with people, it's like super intense. I love it. Uh, and it ends with them destroying Rehoboam and the villain who you've been like, this guy's terrifying, all this stuff, just collapsing into like a pity, like just, just pathetic mess. And he's just like, speak to me. Like, tell me what to do. What what do I say? What do I, what do I say? Like, like, give me the answers. Like, and it, it's, it's very much like somebody like crying out to God, please help me. And you realize, Oh, all this, like, everything that was terrifying about him, everything was suave and charismatic, was the AI. It was, and he was, it was just, it was just God, repeating yeah. He was just repeating what the AI told him to say. And that revelation is, like, really scary. And I don't know where the show took any of this stuff from, but I know that they, I'm pretty sure they kill Rehoboam at the end of season three. Uh, anyways, I just thought that was a really cool idea, and I was just bummed that it was, like, packaged in this really bad season of <laughs> television that was Westworld season three that, never went to Westworld and
1: Westworld season three.
0: Anyways, no more Westworld mission impossible, (laughs) dead reckoning. I feel like they saw that season and they were like, we could do that, but maybe do it a little bit, you know, maybe not as dark and serious, but we'll do it and we'll do it in a fun way. And so that, that idea of (laughs) the AI, what if we did
1: that with David Drake? Well, it's got this,
0: yeah, exactly. It feels like the AI, like being in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean but it's doing its will and it's bidding through like willing subjects. And that idea that like the AI could be anybody at any time is such a cool premise. It's got like a, a little bit of like agent Smith and the matrix vibes. It's got some, uh, a little bit of like metal gear, solid four stuff with the AI kind of using the nanomachines to control people. It's got a lot of that like hive mind thing going on. But in this, it's like, it's not even that they're being controlled. It's like that they're, they're almost willing. And then you don't know who some people might, they might just be coerced, you know, by the AI to work for them. Obviously you have people that don't even know they're working for an AI. They know they're just hired for a job. I like that idea because it feels impossible. It feels like how the heck do you (laughs) fight this? Um, And I think, Having the stakes be impossible for a movie called Mission Impossible, for I think what? is a great <laughs> idea. Once, yeah. I think it's actually cool. So I'm I'm a big fan of it, and so I'm really looking forward to the how this all wraps up in the second part, ten years from now.
1: I I, I do love <clears> how uh, well, having not seen the show, I guess maybe it, maybe it is established more in the show. Having this agency that's like these are agents that can choose whatever job. They want to take or not take, and there's no oversight. (laughs) That's not what any agency would ever be. No, no one would okay that. Well, yeah, but he gets to not accept the job if he doesn't want to do it. With no oversight from anyone? I mean, that's what it takes, you know? No. Yeah, I feel like in Mission Impossible One, it, it was like they were a team under a, uh, you know, like under a government. But then the more like Tom Cruise, the more stuff. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, <laughs> uh, yeah, They're like he well, he answers to no man.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> mean, it, it's so much so
1: that. that not even the people he portrays on screen can can answer to anyone either.
0: I love that in this one they just make fun of the fact that he's like
1: he's gone rogue again.
0: That's what he does, you know. It's like,
1: well, no. I mean, apparently your last movie was called
0: Rogue Nation, so he can't go rogue because he has no oversight.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but that's like that was kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He's gone rogue. He's fighting against us, not by the rules that you establish His agency even exists in the first place. I think
0: they just said all that stuff so that you could have that, like, oh, moment <laughs> where they're, like, talking to the head, like, the the secretary of, like, I don't know, security or defense. I don't know what he was, but he's a he- high up in the government, yeah. and they're, like, all talking in the meeting, telling him, briefing him on stuff, and he's, like, well, we do have the this mission thing, and they're all, like, shh. John, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Don't tell him about that. He's not supposed to know about that. This secret it's like, thing that, le- wait that a has second. no oversight
1: anyway—that like, we can't do anything. Yeah, about.
0: this guy who's higher up than you can't know this
1: secret mission
0: thing. It just feels like, ooh,
1: no, yeah. It's but cool. not only like yeah, that, whatever. not even if you tell him about it, no one in this room can accomplish anything towards any end goal of one doing anything to persuade Ethan Hunt to not do what he is doing because two you can't even t- make him take the mission in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: you know it doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't need to make sense.
1: Like they like We're truthfully, here for a good time. truthfully they might as well show like some community college university security guards talking about the end of the world and how little control they have over it. Like that's what that scene was in essence. Yeah. Uh, it's like you think there's some guy out there doing something about it? Yeah, probably he'll protect us. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust anyone with that kind of power, neither do I. I was just joking before when I said I was that just thing. joking before And then what oh, and man. then a third guy walks in he's like, there is a guy and they're yeah. like
2: <gasps>
1: I, and he you rips know off his mask as silly as it might be he rips off his mask. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I'm that guy I remember why are you here? thinking like a day or two after seeing the movie i was probably reading the news or saw something and was just kind of like "Ugh, this everything sucks and then thinking you know what i really hope that there's an ethan hunt out there (laughs) going rogue doing what he's got to do to like make the world a better place because if there's not we're pretty much screwed (laughs) so just like i really hope i hope there's something out there like that but i don't know What did he go there for? Was it to get
1: some technology?
0: Go where for? To
1: to interrupt that meeting.
0: I think it's just to have a face to face with him, and also show us how cool Ethan Hunt is. (laughs) (laughs) And more about
1: it. To establish why to reestablish
0: that there are masks in this movie. (laughs) You got to reestablish it. They got You got to start early. You got to let us know. Is this going to be a movie with masks or is this going to be a movie without masks? And they're like, oh, it's going to be a movie with masks.
1: It, in this movie, is he running on things and hanging on things <laughs> or is there masks? Yeah.
0: <laughs> or both. I got to know. I don't want to get in halfway through this movie and then it becomes a mask movie.
1: In this Mission Impossible universe, do you have to reload your arms before you hit someone? <laughs> right. I love that. You have to reload your. The, uh, I saw something they were actually asking. That's one.
0: That's the one I remember. The no, Rogue Nation is the one that I remember the least. All I remember is there was a big stunt where Tom Cruise held his breath for a really long time. Yeah. And Rogue then, Nation. Ro- then yeah, but then uh, Fallout was the last one. Yeah. With uh, Henry Henry Cavill, uh, that one's like I remember being super great. But I only remember the bathroom fight scene with him where he reloads his arms. That's the only thing I remember from the movie. So, like, I legit cannot think of anything else that happened in it. But I remember thinking, this movie is awesome. I saw, yeah, I saw you're something right. where they were asking kind of like, him
1: about that. They are like, why did you reload your arms? And he was like, I know it looks goofy. It's just something I do to, like, prep my muscles, just, like, you know, throw them real fast. Yeah. And then some producer saw it I was like, Oh, that's a cool move. Do, yeah. do this. And he was like, <sighs> yeah. Okay. It, it became
0: like I've <laughs> seen videos of him like at Comic Con, and they're like, Do the thing. And he's like, <laughs> And everyone's like,
1: <laughs> He reloaded. His know, arms.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's like what, uh, when GTA 5 came out. And um,
1: what's the like crazy guy's name? Uh, I mean, it's Shoot. If you're at NASA because I told you, Lamar? No. The crazy guy. Oh, you're talking about the hillbilly. Yeah,
0: the one who lives in the trailer park.
1: Uh, Trevor.
0: Trevor, yeah. Trevor. I remember when that actor was at comic-con people were like uh I, I don't remember what they were telling him to say but like he just like went up to somebody and just yelled f you in his <laughs> face
1: so loud and people <laughs> lost their minds everyone was just like yeah i've seen videos of happening. like tell my kid tell my exactly kid f yeah. you. <laughs> okay you, yeah, yeah oh
0: my gosh i kind of want to go back and play that again i know i that's a I don't want to play online, but uh, if, they, if they, Trevor is a fun character. If though.
1: they hurry up and give me six, it's been a decade. Well, why
0: would they give you more when they know they're making tons of money off of online?
1: Because I mean, I mean, it I was feel a like decade.
0: You make more before money. Resident Evil. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They spent what two billion or a billion dollars on the first on on five? Did they spend that much? No, they made that much. They oh. didn't spend that much. I
1: think they spent like three oh. to five hundred. No, they probably made that much in the first year.
0: Yeah, they made a billion.
1: Yeah. Like, pretty quick, but it was... Uh, yeah, Call of Duty used to do, like, a billion in, like, the first month that they came out every year. Crazy. But GTA 5, just having the just having the cash thing that they have, it's still probably billions a year, I would guess. Billions a year? Still, yeah. I'm just guessing, but that's just my guess. I
0: have a question for you. Well, Haley Atwell, who plays Grace... She's the one in the the thief in the new movie, in in Denver. yes she she's from Captain America, fame and all that stuff. She's Captain America's lady. I don't remember her character's name, and she has her own show. I think I don't watch that. But is that who plays Carter? Yes, Agent Carter. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's kind of like the you know. There's always like a new female role in in these movies, but for whatever reason. Rebecca Ferguson, who plays Ilsa, has stuck around for like three movies. Like she's part of the team. Whereas, like, every other female character in the films has always been like one and done. You know?
1: She's dead now, though, right?
0: Well, yeah. But I yeah. think it's interesting that, like, they made the choice to, like, bring her. She stayed in the films. Like, you just, well, the first time you see her, uh, I'm pretty sure she was in Rogue Nation, uh, which was five. That you just think, oh, okay, she's not like she's she's here, but she's you know she's not going to be in the next one, but then she's in the next one. Same thing with uh, had, like Vanessa Kirby who plays the White Widow. She was in the last movie. Had too many, and they bring her back, and I'm like, okay, cool. She's he's, just he's she's, had
1: like too many like wives that have died. You right. know, I, just, I I literally can't can't up. count right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember died, yeah. I remember there's like a I mean in in two he's falling in love with Tandy Newton. Yeah, but that's like a fling. I mean, sure. But then in three, he's suddenly married. He's married, yeah. And she, does she die? Or no, she's she's, off she's in Fallout. Time. She's at the end of Fallout. That's And it's
0: the same wife. Yep, same person. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so well, it, that that's kind of like a running storyline of like, hey, there is this person that exists in the world that he can't really have direct contact with. Otherwise, she'll be in danger. And it's like, he's doing this for her and it's, type of thing. But it's, and it's just it's a nice her reminder. The time. Yes. It's just kind of like a That's nice Ilsa. reminder. No, 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 no. No. Ilsa's like not. Ilsa's Il- <clears throat> like pre wife. No, she's post post wife. Like, well, I mean, in this canon,
1: it was before, right? Because no. this is going back to like. This before is before he Mission was impossible in But
0: Ilsa's not in all that. She didn't show up till 5. Okay, okay, so okay. she just Yeah, she didn't show up till 5. She's just like another like, like his wife was not uh, like super agent. Right. She was just a normal person. Elsa's like an actual like agent, you know, that is working with them. And so she she's just like female peer, but they have like a close relationship. So it's not point- really romantic, but it's just like So it
1: never was romantic. They do. They have a little bit of like that.
0: Like they're all kind of like cuddly with each other. But I think it's more like yeah, we're like close, but it's not. I don't remember it ever getting romantic in the other movies. So it's possible. Like I said, I only remember the bathroom fight scene, (laughs) which is such a weird thing to say because I liked the movie, but now I'm
1: like I don't remember what happened. Yeah, but they're all. But that's the thing with Mission Impossible is like, well, to a point, we did this with Bond where we're like can't super remember every specific detail of yeah. what happened in the past three movies but this is the general gist of what ha- like maybe specter was kind of bad because yeah but like mission impossible they're all like they're literally it's just action there's no there's plot while you're watching it yeah but it's just an action movie
0: why are we going th- literally every scene is why are we going
1: to this next action because scene? because, because this okay cool because it's important yeah <laughs> And then you as the audience, oh, it's important. Okay, they got to go. They got to get that thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it might sound like we're making fun of it, but no, we're not. It's that's, great. It's great. <laughs> I mean, that's what an action.
1: They know what an action movie is. They know exactly what they are. They know exactly what they're doing, and they really don't faff about with any of that extra stuff yeah, like extra drama stuff. or. <laughs> <laughs> or trying to make the shot look sophisticated, like James they just do it. They could have shot it
0: nice. I they mean, just but did you're did on it, the, you on the but. Know. me
1: mean, you watched this one for three hours and had a fun time. You know, yeah. Like they they do what they're doing. They didn't like. Well, we need to get the. The golden hour going for this shot because that's what's gonna really up the composition of this beautiful artistic rendering. I'm just saying they did it in Mission Impossible too, and valley. it looked great. So I mean that's John Woo. <laughs>
0: that <laughs> whole, like, more whole digits, final scene is more like slow all right, everybody. We're only gonna shoot for twenty minutes a day because <laughs> the light only looks good at
1: this time of day. So, but I mean, yeah. But <laughs> to me, like, like I have to. I really don't remember like his wife is it's so it's not Elsa. (laughs) No, his his wife is not Elsa. I, I actually do like, I do
0: like that. That is uh, I liked that through line. I'm also glad that they, because they do this thing where it's like, uh, so in three, it's like all about saving his wife. But then we know that like at the end of three, they're back together. But like, I, I can't remember if they established that, like he can't be with her. Or if they just start four and they're not together and he kind of learn, oh, like I it couldn't be together. Could be together. I think that's how it actually happens because at the end of four, like the very end of Ghost th- Protocol. I would
1: think at the end of three There's a scene you with, get, he gets everything he wants. With
0: Ving Rames and he's like, Yeah, probably. Uh there's a scene with Ving Rames where he's not in the rest of the movie. He's just there to get a beer at the end. And uh they're talking and he sees his wife like walk by across the harbor and he like nods to her and she kind of waves and then that's it. And that's their connection. And then you don't see her again for five. And then in in six, uh, they end up going to this like relief thing in the mountains. It's like a like a charity? Like a like a charity, but not like a charity. Like a um like Greenpeace or something like that or whatever. But they're up in the mountains and she's helping. It's like a relief effort. And they like run into each other. Like, they're like, what the heck? Like, why, what are you doing here? And like, she's with some other guy and there's this whole thing. And like, that's when he has to like fly the helicopter in that scene at the end of that movie. I do remember some of Ghost Protocol. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, uh, not <laughs> it's all coming together <laughs> anyways. So anyway, that whole thing. So, but there's this like sense of like, okay, she's moved on with her life, but it was nice to have that like extra like interaction. I don't know. It was kind of cool. And then it's it's nice to have a reminder that she is there because yeah. it, it it helps ground Ethan Hunt's character as like a human being. He's not just a stunt man. <laughs> you know, he, he yeah, has a heart. Liter-
1: literally without so, that, he has nothing about him yeah. that is a normal human experience. So,
0: you know, by the end of uh I would not be surprised because they alternate. She's been in one movie, she's you know, like technically they only alternate once. But uh, I I don't think she'll show up oh in in what Dead Reckoning Part Two. What if she's
1: the mastermind? That Dead would Reckoning be dumb. <laughs> that
0: would be dumb. They did that with Spectre. <laughs> uh, they should have learned from that. That <laughs> one was dumb.
1: Uh, they better not. <laughs> uh,
0: anyways, my whole point of bringing this up is, is like it was pretty clear from the be- like as they're introducing this character of Grace, played by Haley Atwell. She's she's becoming too important, like more important than just like. Uh, you know, a character who shows up for one movie and then is done. Yeah. And then you're like, well, Ilsa is is not really in this movie. She's in this movie, <laughs> but she's not in this movie. And then they set up the whole like, scene where it's like, he's got to save one, can't save one, whatever, and you're like, oh, dang, she's going to die. Yeah, and- It just felt like they were writing her out. And I don't know if they were writing her out because they just wanted a fresh face. Well, I mean, maybe, or, maybe
1: it was like an actress thing.
0: Or if she just was like, I'm ready to move on. Yeah, you know? I don't want to do Which it. Which is fine. Mind. But it also feels weird because none of the male characters ever die, ever feel like <laughs> their place on the team is like questioned. Where it's like every female character, it's like, you might be here next week, you might not.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, you Simon Peg almost wiped out the whole. Airport. Right, but he's in the movie is what I'm saying. Oh I mean I mean like, like when only, only the female characters are even dying.
0: You know? Exactly. Yeah. Well like well they're, you, the only ones that are dying, they're the only ones that are expendable. Yeah. And I don't think it's an intentional thing. And I'm not even necessarily like trying to be critical of it. I just think it's funny. Like but just like it's
1: just interesting. Because it's, like it's like Mission Impossible's if, Bond girl thing. Right. Where, but Bond has a Girl per movie, yeah. And instead of being sexist like that, we're gonna have her be part of the team. But guess what? You can only stick around for one. You movie. can only,
0: there can only be one woman <laughs> in Ethan Hunt's life, yeah. So, you so better hope always, his wife always doesn't always, show up. So it's, like, a, <laughs> so, it's a less sexist way, <laughs> it's just a, a constant rotation of strong, independent women who die. can only be one. So, if there's two, one of them's gotta go. So it just became very clear that, like, Hayley Atwell was, like, being groomed for the part. (laughs) And you're like, okay. And then, you know, she gets to the end and she's like, I'm making the choice to be on this team that has no oversight. Although I don't know why I need to tell you that since there's no oversight. (laughs) So I just thought that was interesting. somebody's got to allow you in to leave no oversight. And if this weren't a part one of part, like, two-part series, if this was just seven and then next was just eight... I would not be surprised if Haley Atwell was not in it. You know, it's like, oh yeah, she's off somewhere else doing her own mission (laughs) because that's just how they do these things. Yeah, because it's a part two, it makes me think, no, there's there's going to be more with this character. But it's just just was funny to me. I was just like, well, although now they have uh, potentially this this crazy girl that's like driving the car. So
1: now there's going to be two women. So (laughs) one of them's got to go. No, 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 <laughs> Like, the Asian lady isn't, like, a feminine force. She's just, to it's me, true. she was just insanity. She's just, she was a, just a force, yeah. She's yeah. not a, yeah. She, There's no intimacy like, between. I will them. murder you. <laughs> yeah. And then you get murdered. Her character's name all. is
0: Paris, and her real name is Palm.
1: Paris Palm. Palm Bears.
0: Well, no, character's name is Paris, but her name is Palm. I know, I know. Uh, anyways, great cast. There's a lot of good people in this movie. I love Cary Elwes showing up and then unfortunately dying, <laughs> but I like that, uh, he was there. Shea Wigman is a guy who has been in a lot of stuff. He always kind of plays sort of like more background characters. The no, background the wrong word, but they're not, uh, they're definitely not the lead. Like he's the, the head like government guy who's chasing him down the whole time.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's uh, he's in a lot of stuff, but yeah. he's never like front and center, you know. So he's always kind of off to the side. Anyways,
1: yeah, there's a lot of good people
0: in this movie. I, I was, I was uh, had a good time with it. Trying to think who he reminds
1: me of. Steve Zahn.
0: He does kind of look like Steve yeah. Zahn, but like a not funny Steve <laughs> Zahn. Like if Steve Zahn was always grumpy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's uh this guy he's like, got a look geez,
0: even a, in like i'm looking at imdb right now and even the photo that is that they chose for his imdb is him looking grumpy <laughs> it's like that just must be his resting face it's a grump,
1: it's a grumpy man steeves look at that <laughs> see yep. he's just got like like he just that makes him look way more dapper like he's a little sad sou- sou- like he's got he just
0: that. finished eating a warhead he's like mm.
1: I don't know about these warheads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, a warhead being the sour candy, not an actual warhead.
1: I don't, I don't know why so, that made me think of this, but have you seen the new season of Little Dicky?
0: No. Season three? Yes. Is it good? It's true, guys. Okay, I need to watch it. I love I love Little Dicky. It's so good. <laughs> I need to watch that. I think, I, might, I think it's my favorite season. I might stop. I might take a break from From and watch that uh no i won't i'm gonna keep watching well, from
1: you only have the rest of the month we yeah the rest unless of the i mean wanna, technically I unless you want to re-up
0: also what the heck twisted metal oh, oh there's a twisted metal movie yeah this is dumb Starring i'm not gonna see this but that's Anthony Mackie, i didn't right? know about it that's just what's weird about it let's take a detour real quick because you know we haven't taken enough of i have this to episode. watch is he axel who do you even know which one that is i don't i didn't have a playstation I For was playing. I played you were playing Twisted, Twisted Metal, Metal, and I was playing Vigilante Eight on the Nintendo sixty four, <laughs> <laughs> which was like the knockoff.
1: But like even the idea of Twisted Metal, it's just so dumb. Like I don't mean the story of it. I mean like car combat simulator. How is that dumb? What? How is it? A, how is it a thing ever? Why car not? Combat? Vehicles with guns but that's just like a stand-in for people with guns. Why not just have people? <laughs> Shh, don't, 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 don't tell anybody. And not only that, but like... Don't tell anybody. Sweet Tooth is a candy ice cream evil clown, man. It's like, is he a ghost? Is he It's just Monster Truck, truck Rally. Is it's he just, a demon? It's is just he wrestling. But in cars with guns. And then there's one guy named Axel who's a giant guy suspended between two wheels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's the car. What are we even talking about? Uh, Spectre, who's a, a, a stuntman for the movies, but he's going to enter this. It's nothing. Like, they took Mortal Kombat and took the same character descriptions and then changed them to be cars. And they're like, Twisted Metal. <laughs> And the first one was kind of goofy, and they kept getting, like, darker and darker and more hardcore until they got to Twisted Metal Black. And I was like, "This, guys, what are we doing? (laughs) You have to face off against Calypso. No one ever wins against Calypso. I don't know what the story (laughs) even is. (laughs) Oh, look, I beat Calypso. (laughs)
0: Oh look, there's a new there's a new Saw movie after Saw the Final Chapter, there's oh, another one. <laughs> uh no, I don't want to talk about that. Um 10 Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about uh, From for a little bit. Uh so, you know what? I I don't know. Where are you? I think I think we're done talking about Mission Impossible. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you liked if, if you're <laughs> if you're done, get out of uh, here. If that's what you came here for, we're going to talk about <laughs> From for a little bit. It's a show on MGM Plus uh and only on that and only on that and so yeah thanks
1: for joining us but But, but i will say it was one that a friend told us to watch so you hop in on that discord and you tell us yeah we can talk about it stuff and and if we if we like it we'll talk about it right yeah not like some idiot in the discord told us to watch What? This is us. What a terrible show. (laughs) Um I'm not watching Gilmore Girls. (laughs) All right. Preface
0: this. You've seen both seasons to their Yeah, I'm done. There okay. Is it done? Like caught up to now. Okay, so there's another season not be renewed for season three. Okay, but there but the story is still unfinished. Right. Okay. Got it. That's all that's all I want to know. Yeah, I'm in season two. I am two episodes in. I think. Maybe one episode in. I can't remember if I watched episode two or only one. We don't need
1: to get into the specifics so, of stuff because so I don't... I <laughs> don't... Well, I mean, yeah, you finished like, with season two, so I mean... But we started from on the same time, but since from... I'm also no, you three were, seasons in the break, like, you know... Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... I just, I, I'm just laughing about that, yeah. like... I barely watch any television right now, just because... I just like just don't have. Pl- i if I'm at home playing a video game, I got to show one too. Yeah, and I just Um it. Well, let's keep this brief,
0: actually, because uh, we got taco night. Be, oh, dang. it's already started. It's already started.
1: Uh,
0: but, anyways, from uh, you know what, it's a straight up lost ripoff, like it's, knockoff. It's, it's a lost <laughs> <rip-off>, <laughs> to the point yeah. where it's like it's already from the beginning a lost knockoff.
1: More horror. But the focused? more
0: the more you get into it the more it starts to become more like lost, yeah. like all the way to the point where they even use the like sound, like the music that's just the in-between scenes when you know they're going to cut to the next scene. It's like, brum, 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 brum. <laughs> like, and you're like, okay, they did that in lost. What, what is happening? <laughs> like, uh, but you can tell that like there's stuff that happens where the show starts to like the, let me get let me. The mystery is good. The mystery is really fun. I like the it's, setting. It's, yeah. The premise is cool. The writing is atrocious. It's terrible. The actors are absolutely awful. I'm sorry, guys. It's not
1: good. Have you gotten to the point where even the even the one guy you thought was good at the start is just like, nah.
0: Yeah. The, well, the the thing is, it's like, I don't even, some of it's like, a lot of it is the writing. A lot of it's the writing. Yeah. Because there's times when it's like, okay, this isn't half bad. And then you're like, oh, this actor is getting better. It's like, well, no, the writing's getting better. (laughs) And they were probably fine all along. They just didn't have much to work with. So then you you get to season. The finale of season one was great. I liked it because it upped the stakes in the perfect way. Just like, one, there's a lot of dumb stuff that happens, but it's because the writing's bad. There's just, like, contrived things. You're like, that would not happen. No one would do that. You're doing that because you need them over here. (laughs) Like, for example, they're setting up the radio, okay? And it's, like, a big moment. Let's all see if the radio works. And his wife's like, I'm going to go dig a hole by myself in a basement. Just for fun. See you guys. I know this is a big moment. We might get out of here, (laughs) but I'm going to go ahead and dig the basement because, you know, we're in a hurry. Yeah, yeah.
1: To get to the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure.
0: And it's like, okay, honey, see you later. No, no one would do that. They would stay and see if the radio worked. And then if it didn't work right away, then she (laughs) might go, you know, which that would have been better is if like they build it up and he's like on the radio for like an hour Yeah, and And nothing happens. Yeah, it's just static. And And then the storm starts coming in. I might as well. I might as well go work on plan B. Dig my hole
1: that I have no idea is leading to anything. Yeah, exactly. She's just digging. She's just digging a a hole. hole. Yep, exactly.
0: That would have made more sense. But they're trying to like everything's got to be intense because (laughs) the storm's coming and they're trying and all this stuff. Anyways, so all that stuff goes down. Uh, The guy's like, he reached somebody on the radio you know, answers and says the whole, like, well, you better tell your yeah, wife she to deep stop deep digging. Hole, and yeah. then it's like, what? And she goes and then she falls <laughs> how, into how, the how you know into the thing. Hole. Yeah. Then uh, all that's happening. Everything's kind of going crazy. The the bulbs are blowing up, blinding people and all this stuff. And then a bus shows up in town. <laughs> and it's like, that's actually pretty good. I as, Like, as, introducing as the a whole the new...
1: Is coming, yeah.
0: So I liked... That they like completely upset. The because then you're like, oh shoot, episode one of season two is gonna be chaos. Like, not only is it almost nighttime, but now they have like twenty people <laughs> that they have to convince to like come inside, or else a lot of people in are like gonna die. Like two seconds, dude. They botched that. <laughs> season season two, episode one is so dumb. There's so that nobody react
1: like acts in a way that people would act. There's parts where it's like... I got, God bless the bus driver. She's the, just trying to get back. She's just trying to get back. Route. But like, even
0: then, it's like... <laughs> even then, like, the times she chooses to, like, put her foot down, it's like, it's so this weird. house it's so just weird. collapsed on people. And yeah, like let's get
1: out of town. And she's
0: like, guys, we're getting on the bus. And the it's like, well, why didn't you say that 20 minutes ago <laughs> when you made everybody get off the bus in the rain for no reason other than... <laughs> You needed to clean up the puke that was on a guy's shirt.
1: Everybody off the bus! I got this guy barfed on himself. Yeah, and you're like, "What? No! Why would you kick everybody off the house bus?" House just like, collapsed. Like, we need your help, bus people. Everybody back on the bus. I yeah. gotta get going. Yeah, and the
0: fact that like like you would never believe this crazy lady who's co- who's coming up on you all aggressive in this creepy looking little town. Yeah, you would be like. Everybody get on the bus. We're leaving right now. And then you leave. (laughs) Who cares about the throw up? And then you have them like make the loop and they start to put things together and then it gets closer to nighttime. And then they have to race into the diner and all that. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many better ways to do this. Yeah. And you have a bus full of people. Kill more people. Like, like do it. Like you can. It's okay. We don't need this many people. (laughs) Like, you know, instead of having them like be in the diner and having to figure stuff out, like, why are the people screaming out there? Like what? You know, it's just like no. Like let's see more. It felt like they didn't have every time. There's been somebody new that shows up. They don't want to like go through the whole like we got to teach them the way things work anymore. Because I don't know if they think the audience is going to be bored. But I
1: yeah, that's what it seems like. I don't think it's like they can't go over it again because you've already seen yeah it. and
0: it's like no i i want to see this version of it where it's a bus you know and i have to like throw the spikes down and and figure out all that stuff like that seems cool yeah, but to for me for the bus they didn't even
1: throw spikes down yeah. for the bus they came out with shotguns yeah i know and told everybody to get off <laughs> the bus, like they were robbing a stagecoach in, eight, in the 1800s yeah which i mean it get is everybody in the diner. it
0: is what's her name uh maybe that's just her approach you know we haven't seen uh, it wasn't the sheriff's way of doing things, you know. Uh, but here's, there's a couple of things that happen in that where at the, at the end of season one, the sheriff goes out on his little adventure. He goes on his quest, and you're like, oh hey, yeah. he's gonna go out and find some answers. He's gone for like a day, and then he comes back. Yeah, and he's like, well, whew, I guess I found uh, some <laughs> I found no answers. I only found confusion, and uh, it's just good to be back. And I'm like, wait, you ended season one by like telling this kid that like he needed to like step up to like be the leader. Yeah. And then you come back you were g- yeah, and just yeah. completely usurp him yeah. and just like well, what was the point of that? Not I'm, as like I'm gonna leave until I get answers. I'm not even talking I'm back. about like, <laughs> I'm not even talking about <laughs> practicality like like what is the point of that as like, you know, I'm talking about like narratively and and as far as like their character arcs go. Why did you bring him back? Like, it's just, we're going backwards. <laughs> and it feels like, and my guess is this, is that they felt like they were revealing too much too fast. And they were like, no, 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 we got to slow down. That's not, We got to tease the audience a little
1: more. Unless, the, unless they have like almost no lore at all. Because there's reveal. no
0: yeah. reason, there's no, as far as I can tell, there's no reason for the sheriff, for, for Boyd, to one, keep the stuff he found a secret why yeah there's no reason to keep it a secret none whatsoever uh you obviously you there's reasons to keep you know the girl that's with him to keep her existence a a secret i understand that but the uh the reason for like what he found out there the old man chained up the lighthouse the giant spiders you know or the possible trees moving like we don't know yet but there's you know all this stuff uh, why keep that a secret? What, like, tell people, let's figure this out. Let's, no you know what idea. I mean? But no reason to keep a secret. anyone. And he's, yeah. So it just is kind of dumb. And then it's like, they make a, it is episode two when he, so, uh, his deputy, uh, what's his deputy's name again? Oh, I, man,
1: that was four shows ago at this point. Oh, yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> anyway, his deputy's like, you know, he's talking to him and it's like, okay, you know, the girl, the, the girl who hears voices
1: is, is in. God, I don't even remember the sheriff. Like I remember no Boyd names. Boyd is for that his show name. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll like that show was like completely in and out for me. But it was good. Yeah, I mean, I still remember like what we're talking about. But right, I'm gonna look it up right now. No names, <laughs> no names stuck go. at all. And uh, I can still remember lost people's names. Uh, his name's Kenny.
0: That's mm. kind of crazy, right? Yeah, his name's Kenny. Um,
1: yeah. And as you're saying the name, yeah, I like, remember oh, yeah. it too. Yeah, yeah. But. That's just crazy. Like I can name every person. I'm that's lost. the thing, because
0: it's not. It's not. It's not a show that's like really concerned with its characters. It. it yeah. It pretends to be like Lost, but it like gets bored. <laughs> or no, it doesn't even. It's not even that it gets bored. It just doesn't know how to write good. This thing happens to character what drama. What was his name? Boy- <laughs> Boyd. <laughs> yeah it's like it's good at coming up with really cool premises and like what if we put these two characters in a weird situation together and it's like that's great good idea what happens when they're together i don't know how to write dialogue (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of basically what it always comes down to my (laughs) there are two things that i think are hilarious about the show well every episode i keep watching it because again the hook is good
1: yeah and it scratches that it's Mystery it's just a. Itch. It's
0: a very guilty pleasure yeah, type thing. Yeah, it is. Um, but the uh, there's a line that they several characters have used so far, and I've told this to a few people now. But the they're like trying to build the radio, and everyone's kind of like, the radio's not going to work because you know we've never been able to contact anybody before. And uh, the one like rich guy who like sold his company, who's sort of just annoying, just to be annoying, uh, he's like, hey, you know, I mean. What well, look, radio waves they they move in ways that people can't, and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like what? What is that wow, line? That's deep. What, <laughs> it's supposed to be deep, but it's like, well, yeah, of course they move in ways people we ways people can't. But why do you say it like like it's God like moving in mysterious <laughs> ways? It's just like, and then later on, the guy who played the dad of like the main family, like repeats the line word for word with the same emphasis. Only he kind of makes it more spiritual, and you're like, why are we still saying this? What is this line? Come-? I really, Do you just like the line that much that so you wanted to have another well, character say it again? I really
1: hope it's not like, this whole place that they're in, it's radio waves, man. Oh my you, God. Don't, you don't even get it. And it's like, uh, I don't like this show anymore. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> it's just a really... A really <laughs> obscure niche reason for this what they've been. This is radio waves, uh, guys. It's starting to feel like whatever the answer is behind all this is going to be really odd. Like everything is symbolic for something else, like a representation for something else.
1: You know. I'm. Um. I mean, nah, like I want. I want to uh, say what I think yet because yeah, you'll can, think it's a spoiler, even though where you are, you probably think the same thing. <laughs> I, i'll wait till you're done yeah to no, say i'll what be I done think pretty soon. it is uh
0: but i actually joked around or not joked around. i thought about this today uh because i was well, well what to, do you
1: think the explanation is i, won't, oh, I have no i clue. won't say yes or no i have no clue you have a clue like no. what do you like if you have if you okay, stopped if right I now you had to tell you something tell me,
0: i would say that they're in some sort of like experiment and people on the outside an are experiment. able to, like, it feels a little like Hunger Games. Like, they're in their own little bubble, and everyone on the outside can kind of influence what's happening. Okay. And there's rules to the game, and, like, they're kind of breaking the rules. But it also feels a little bit like... Yeah, I um, said
1: it. It feels too magical.
0: So, it doesn't feel magical to me, but uh, it feels like in, like, Hunger Games where it was like, oh, you want a storm? We'll make a storm. Okay. Okay. Like, that kind of stuff. Uh, specifically, uh, part two of Hunger Games. Uh, yeah, so where they that actually one, showed like the that other stuff. Side of it, yeah. That's what it kind of feels like. It also feels like a little like a video game. Like they're on the first level of the video game, and for whatever reason, they just got content and stayed in the first level. And it's like they didn't go beyond that. And when they went beyond that, the threats become bigger and more mysterious. And then other characters they meet are like, you have no idea what's actually out there. This is just like it's like you're still in the town? Like that guy's <laughs> like, what like. I didn't realize that anybody was like, like, it's just like, there's so much more to this, you know? And then it's just getting more confusing and more weird, uh, the further you get out there. But yeah, it kind of felt like at the end of season one, like maybe they didn't know if they were going to get a next season. So they decided to introduce a whole crap ton of mysteries all at once. Like, think about it. You've got the trees are moving. Yeah. You've got, there's somebody on the radio who knows their names so something well, sinister
1: knows their names, knows what they're doing what they're doing at all behind times behind closed doors. You've
0: got electricity that's like magical. Yeah. You know? You've got uh or at least uh like what's his name? Tesla. Tesla. It's like it's like almost like Tesla electricity where it's like just running through the ground, you know. Oh, okay. It makes me think of the prestige where they just put the bulb in the snow and it lights up. Yeah. It kinda like that. Then you have uh giant spiders. You have well, uh, maybe, Maybe. I mean, there was spiderweb everywhere and they were being dragged. So I thought, okay, either at first yeah. I thought it's the trees. Yeah. Then I thought, oh, well, there's spiderweb everywhere. So it, it might've been dragged by. I'm a saying spider. maybe
1: I literally <laughs> have no more idea than you. Okay. Uh, but
0: that's unfortunate because <laughs> I still have a lot of season two <laughs> left. I was hoping to find out about the spiders. They did say that there were spiders out there. Uh, I guess Victor,
1: what's his name? Somebody actually did say spiders. Yeah. Is they it, saw something? Is it Victor? Hold on. Or just that so they saw a web. Yeah, Victor.
0: Victor's the one who's been there since he was a kid. Their son um I, c- I Ethan can't not was like, call him
1: Danny or Daniel. Who? Victor. Why? Just he reminds me of like like to me I'm mapping everyone to a lost character. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh
0: yeah. Well, he's like he said something about uh, the boy is like, yeah, Victor was saying that there's like actually like some giant spiders in the woods or whatever like he, he like just says it really casually like so okay yeah like or he's seen stuff or he's heard thing i don't know they say it like that and you're like okay and then the next thing next time we're out in the woods with boyd is like oh they're being dragged somewhere and then they end up with spider web yeah. and then he gets bit by a bunch of large spiders you know baby spiders essentially but then the lighthouse and the foghorn which no way the town does not hear that foghorn like no way. It, yeah, he's only like,
1: like two hundred feet <laughs> he like
0: just walked around closer, the corner. Yeah. Um so then uh then you have uh the tree, the significance of the tree. Uh the fact that everybody is from somewhere different, uh that they all end up here in different places. Uh then you have uh the faraway trees that send you places. Um that you'd never know where you're going to end up, which I love how that, how he explains it. And he's like, watch, you'll see. And they throws a rock in and the rock drops like 10 feet from him. Behind. And he's like, you never know where you're going to end up. And I'm like, well, you seem to know that it was going <laughs> to pop up close enough so that you, you could, could explain it. Yeah. So <laughs> it just like, the, well, that seems like convenient. Every other
1: time anyone uses it, yeah. it's like 70 miles. That <laughs> way. You got he's real like, lucky. He huh? just
0: keeps repeating the line. He's like, you never know where they end up. Tosses a rock in.
1: Nope, you never know where they. You never nope. know where they end
0: up. So there's another rocket.
1: <laughs> 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 Aha! See, <laughs> I told you.
0: So, anyways, I like that whole fireway tree thing. It's cool. The whole, especially even just the audio, like the sound design of it, where one person moves in and the other person starts immediately sounds super far away. Yeah, and then they're just like, Whoop, and then they're somewhere else. So him getting caught in like a chimney, like a, a chimney that makes no sense because there's nothing at the bottom. And then he climbs up the rope and there's just like, well, why is there a rope going into this hole? Unless oh, well. there's no water down there. I the mean, wells was, go into the well. ground to like a water source, not to Unle- a,
1: until they get dried up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But they're not, there's not a concrete bottom to the well. Like it's like,
1: yeah, there could be, It's I, a, I mean, it's a dried up old well. Okay. For inside like, for of sure, a house. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like it's also the, a very tiny well, Well, like so. a, it's like a medieval kind of thing where they would like have protected the well. Okay. But for some reason it's in the middle of a uh dungeon. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of a dungeon.
0: And the I guy mean, who's strapped it to is the wall what it is, yeah. The guy who's strapped to the wall somehow is able to reach the rope five feet in front of him. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, uh also uh also uh worms he did, he did his, in his blood. With his magic worm blood. <laughs> yeah, worms in his blood uh why he's still alive uh what's the significance of the um the little ballerina um music box and what what happens when it stops cuz it stopped and nothing happened and yeah. he's like they're going to come you know when it stops and it stops and nobody comes and you're like well yeah. what and then he's like uh, uh quick my blood <sighs> i'm dead
1: yeah he's like okay uh so then he's like also, yeah i got I bugs think, in me now i'm guessing uh but i think it's whatever's in his blood won't let him die. Interesting.
0: Uh, is okay, the that way that I,
1: would make sense. It's the way it played. To so me.
0: now Boyd is protected. Um, We'll see. Anyways, there's just a lot of mysteries that all happened like at once. And it's like, and then they're like, okay, Sheriff Boyd, you can go back to town now. And it's like, <laughs> no, why would Stay he give up? Like, why like would the you whole, ever? Yeah. yeah. Go further. See what's else? I know you just, I know you got bugs in you. I know you got bit by
1: spiders and you got worms in you. But like, you know what? What else is new? So anyways, I'm going to stay out here till I get some answers, like 49 questions and no answers yeah. later. I got to go back. It's yeah. time to go back. Excuse I, me? The
0: one, uh, I know I'm talking too much, but the, the, another line that I thought was hilarious was when Kenny and him are talking and Kenny is like, I need you to tell me like why you kept this girl. Like she needs to go in the box. And he's yeah. like, I don't, you know, whatever. Like and that scene right before where he has like a vision of the, the priest who's telling him like, what are you going to do when he finds out and all <laughs> yeah. that stuff? And then it's like the moment later he's in the room with them. And he's like, I don't know when she, you know, she killed those people. And it's like, he goes, ah, uh, I mean, uh uh, you know, like uh, she tried to kill those people. <laughs> and you're like, dude, come on. <laughs> like who wrote this? Like, this is so bad. And then it's like almost immediate that she he figures it out. There's no they do not like draw that out and for tension or drama at all. Like if this were lost, Boyd would hang on to that for a freaking season <laughs> and it would come or up two, yeah. it would come up at the worst time. Yeah. Like he would need Kenny and Kenny would find out and Kenny would walk away and that would be the end of the season. And you're like, what's going to happen? Like <laughs> I'm coming up with a stuff off the top of my head and I'm not a writer. So come on <laughs> guys. Like
1: what the heck? Yeah. I mean, but like you said, guilty pleasure. Totally, yeah. totally scratches it. that itch. Like the mystery itch. But yeah, it's not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the writing's not great. <laughs> I I I don't even know if they know where they're going with it at this point, or if they're just like season three. I don't know, big dogs or something. Big I don't know. Dogs <laughs> or something. I don't know. What do you got? Most of the dogs in the woods
0: are baby dogs. What so about okay. what about
1: giraffes, but with like dog heads? Oh, Ooh, that okay. crazy. that's crazy. Good. And that's the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the baby version of the spider. Okay. Who's in the lighthouse? (laughs) What? No, it's not who's in the lighthouse. The lighthouse is an older one of these (laughs) giraffes. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. This was fun. Uh, Go see Mission Impossible.
1: It's good. It's a good time. (laughs) Sign up for MGM Plus free trial. Watch from. And then cancel it before they bill you. Or else you get stuck like me and Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tried to watch from real quick and Just did <laughs> <laughs> We'll
0: see you next time.